What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Stedham. Enjoying me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is I on? hate you. I'm Wait. actually not doing this podcast. Wait, what did I... Because we're live from the... Stew! That's on me. That's on me. Okay, all right. Dude, that was actually... Right. We've been doing this podcast for three and a half years now. That was hands down the worst introduction you've ever done. Why? <laughs> because you botched it five times no, and then forgot the more... best part. Yeah, all right. You want to run it back? We'll let Eagleson decide how much of this goes in. <laughs> All right, here we go. One more time. Three, two, one. What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sediman. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Today, we're in the stew. And Abe, what is on your mind today? Ah, the tournament, man. It feels like those first two days are... It's if, No, what I should say is it feels like Saturday and Sunday of the first weekend of the tournament is like coming off like a high mm. and, and you're like hung over because like I feel like there should be five games going on at once but there's like not they're yeah. pretty spaced out that's going to be the rest of the tournament tournament's been awesome so far and I feel like I have a question and I feel like this question is brought up almost every March Madness maybe in a different form I forget where I saw it so I'm not I'm just gonna uh, content jack <laughs> the question is what who is the worst NBA player that could carry like what seed do you want to make it mm. Well, I thought we did 16. I think All right, 16. let's do 16. Who is the worst NBA player that could carry a 16 seed to a national championship? So I would go someone who can do everything. So can shoot, can defend, most importantly, and has the size and power and strength and speed to blow by people and to show like, all right, these are college kids. I'm a grown man. Like there was a play in the Kentucky game today, like Oscar, she like, that's a grown man. You cannot stop me. And then other times he was stopped because he's, you know, he's not that good. Um, I don't know though, because think about it. Zion, RJ Barrett, good. all those good guys, they were highly rated, but I, so I'm going to go someone who's a veteran in the NBA who, who knows what the game is like. I'm not going to go with someone like, a Damian Lillard or Stephen Curry, because while they could win five games, there's a good chance they could, you know, just go cold one game. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so I'll go first offering. And I think we should go my offering. You try to go worse until the, the audience disagrees. I'm going to say Paul George. So it's got to be a two way player like that, or it's got to be a guard that they have to control the offense. They have to control the entire game. I don't think there's many players in the NBA. I think it has to be one of the superstars. For a 16 seed, a one seed's a different story. And like you said, like John Morant's a superstar in this league. Yeah. John Morant, how much better of a basketball player? A lot, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but like that much better yeah. than he was two and a half years ago. Like it, John Morant's a superstar. I don't think he's taking a 16 seed to a national championship. There is so much that is involved in everything else with the teammates around you with how the other team is shooting like you can only do so much on a basketball court as one player i think it's a top level superstar now that does change if it's a one seed right mm -hmm. if if well one seeds win the reason you do this exercise with the 16 is because that they've never even made it to the second week dude i i think paul george is like the lowest level of caliber player like I'm donovan not, mitchell Maybe, maybe Jalen Brunson. Absolutely not. Uh, Tyrese Max. Absolutely not. Uh, okay, James Harden. This James Harden. Yeah, this James Harden. Does he have shooters? Or yes, 
No, he doesn't have shooters around. <laughs> He's on a 16 seed. Uh, no, I, 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 that's the most you slash Philly thing ever. Like trying to defend him. Like, yo, just make sure he's got shooters. Like, no, it's well, we got to build the right roster around him. It's six, 16. He gets thrown on. The How much NIL table. cash do we have? That's what I'm talking about. Do you think Harden could do it? Yeah, okay. I do. Okay. Nobody think about him. Yeah, nobody can guard him. Nobody, none of these kids can guard him. So the real question is, how many players on defense do you have to attract to to you know make the sixteen at least reasonable, right? Because if Harden gets doubled and the ball's got to come out of his hand, can they win four on three? Maybe, maybe not. Also, you said off it has to be a two way player, and James Harden is not a two way player. I know he's better at defense than whatever, but he's not a two way player. So all right, so James Harden, uh, Devin Booker. Yes, maybe, maybe. Yeah, are you so there, sure? So there's, there's, there are only a few definitive yeses. It's Giannis. It's Embiid. Yeah. It's not Jokic. By stop. The way. It's stop. not Jokic. Stop. It, it's stop. not. He never stop. played in the tournament. Stop. It doesn't matter. He never played stop. in the tournament. Stop. It's, You're gonna lose all trust with the with the audience. <laughs> That's long gone, brother. <laughs> um, it's Giannis. It's Embiid. It's KD. It's the top of the top guys that will could definitively do it. I don't know if Kevin and then there's do the it. Paul George, Donovan Mitchells, where they should. They should be able to, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't shock me if they got like lost by five in the elite right. eight. We're also playoff not, pain. We're right. We're also not talking about the fact that uh, they would they would want to beat them so badly. Like, does that come into the equation? I think everyone wants to win a game. In the no, NCAA. but like if you if they really ran this you know crazy yeah. hypothetical, do you put any stock into that? I think it instills more fear in the opponent than it does confidence. Okay, facing so, someone that's like a super and and keep in mind this isn't like we're gonna drop him in there and nobody's gonna know this is yeah. like it's known like okay Paul George is gonna come in and play the other team knows who Paul George yeah, is yeah. and that's Paul George and then I think there's a level of fear that kicks in. Interesting. I was thinking at the other end. Okay. Um, who is maybe that's just indicative who's of like the, how our minds operate. Who's the worst NBA player that would be the best NBA or best college basketball player? So who's better than Brandon Miller? Essentially. Like everyone. Like think about when Brandon Miller comes a dumb question. Think about when Brandon Miller comes in the league next year. Yeah. I gonna have him as a top twenty player in the league. No, but I would ha- like is George's Niang the best player in college basketball? Well, probably because he played for fifteen years. <laughs> like, is State. is Josh Hart the best? Like, the, no. Would he be the? He wouldn't be the best player in college basketball. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't know. He's a Nick. You what about me. what about like Stephen Adams? Would he be the best player in college basketball? Yes, because think about Zach Eady, who yeah. kind of was the, one of the best players this yeah. year. And it's just like what happens is you just throw a million guys at him, and yeah. you know, yeah. Purdue produce. Okay. All right. Purdue does. All right. Well, let us know in the comments what you guys think. Who's the worst NBA player that could that could lead a 16 seed? I I, I really do think there's only like a select. It can count on my hand players that could definitively do it. The rest are they'll probably win a few games and then. Who knows? Well, let's talk March Madness. Not because my bracket's in first place. Eagleson put that on there in the snapback. Pool. Is it? Yeah. In I'm the a, snapback bracket? Yeah. That's coincidental. Yeah. And you also won the first ever snapback sports football, fantasy football league with the fam? <laughs> that did happen as Interesting. well. Interesting. Wait, you were in that draft. You can, you can it's even not vouch, my company. You can vouch saying that there was no, no foo-foo there. It, it's not my company. Okay. So, all I right, mean, all right, it's... All right. Anyways, my bracket's in first, so... What have you thought about the tournament? So, well, actually, let's 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 talk about the elephant in the room. Hook 'em horns take down ah. the, the Nittany Lions last night. 
listen, man, this team was special, these Nets. I, uh, I've only watched a select few of their – listen, they've only lost one game I've watched this year. That's true. Two. That's not true. We lost to <laughs> Purdue. Um, you know what, man? That game was, was there to be had. Oh, and yeah. if that backcourt doesn't happen with a minute left, it's a whole different ball game. Um, if Disu isn't Joel Embiid 2.0 – Maybe it's a whole different ball game, but um, if Andrew Funk doesn't I will miss tell every you, shot, oh is my it, god, yeah, fuck you, you dude. Yeah, you um, guys did not play well, and and neither did Texas. Which normally I'm the biggest negative Texas fan. I've said many times I don't see how we win. Now I'm starting to like understand our players a little more. I still don't think we're the best team in the country, and we're like should be favorites or anything. But you got to win a game like that where you shoot like bricks. The other team is is in it when they shouldn't be. You gotta escape. You gotta survive in advance. And I think that's what Texas did. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for our path right now. It's Xavier, and then it would be potentially Houston in the Elite Eight. Uh, but the rest of the tournament's been pretty solid. My bracket's been spot on. I can't complain. Houston and Bama have resumed as kind of the two top dogs in the tourney. The frauds on paper in the data, Kansas, Purdue, they're all out already. Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, all lost in the past 24 hours. So I, I'm excited because I didn't ride those public trains. Speaking of the public trains, we're three days into the tournament. First week is almost done. I'm going to go ahead and declare Alabama is the best team by far and beyond. You didn't watch Houston yesterday. No, I didn't. Right. So that's why I'm going <laughs> to declare Alabama. Did you watch the... Bama, though, last night? Yeah, yeah, when I got home. They look good. They look unbelievable. The thing about Bama is they've got, they've got everything. And it's going to take, it's almost like, how do they lose? It, re it reminds me a little bit like Baylor a couple years ago, where they were just like the best team. They had the best players. And if they didn't fuck it up or catch a team on their best night, then they were just going to beat you. Now it's the NCAA tournament and these kids are awful at basketball. So that was where I wanted to go yeah. next. There's no, there's, that's I, why I, I, I want to bring this conversation up again. Because to me, with March Madness, the product of basketball is so much worse than that of the nba to me don't no, don't not the product the product the quality, on the court the quality of sure whatever you want to call it that to me is product the, well, the product no, on the, the floor well the product on the floor though is isaiah joe and schmiggity schmo right now in in oklahoma city like that's what i'm saying in the nba finals it, uh, what yeah. i'm trying to say right. is watching this nca tournament which i don't watch a lot of college basketball in the season i watch a lot during the tournament obviously just makes me have that much greater of appreciation for how fucking good NBA players actually are. And I know you're going to do the no defense shit. Don't. <laughs> These kids stink. <laughs> Miss layups, dribbling off. And trust me, I, I'm, I'm sitting here talking about them while they're getting paid the NIL money and playing. I know that I don't have a leg to stand on. Relatively speaking, it has been so frustrating. And it's indicative in... The unders are a gold mine. <laughs> These kids stink. They miss free throws. They miss jump shots. They dribble it off their foot. They miss layups. Everything. And that's why I look at Alabama and I look at a team like that and I'm like, this team has like the closest. No, they just really have visual... the least amount of, of bad players. Exactly. And it's like, I can watch them play and it doesn't anger me. Mm. I have been betting on almost every single game of this tournament and genuinely... I don't like watching the bets because <laughs> even when it's unders, yeah, it's just because the because no, fine. but even because like you'll have boneheaded plays like turnovers in the backcourt leading to fast break laps, like it's all like that dumbass half backcourt last night in Penn State, <laughs> like what 
it's so simple. And and you can see that stuff in the NBA. The longer games, there's more reps. All this stuff happens. There's possessions in the NBA where it's as sloppy as the college basketball game. But you don't go to the Knicks-Nuggets game last night and see Jokic going to work and Brunson going to work and being like, all right, like they're literally unstoppable against the longest, most athletic, competitive players in the world. And I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's just basketball in general or is it college versus pros? Because I don't feel that way watching college football versus the NFL. Oh, no. College football's garb. I No, it's it's bad. Try, try. It's, I, it's, to me, you, it's not as bad as this. I don't know if you ever... Well, that that actually might be true because the NFL product's pretty bad. And I've, I've been not, saying that I for disagree. a while. I disagree. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's the just, like, style of play and, like, it's... I just I don't get that vibe watching college yeah. football. It's it's similar to me. These guys are scheming open. The quarterbacks can make the throws. Yeah. The guys can catch, and then they run, and they're all fast as hell. This is a little bit different. It's you're getting guarded one on one like that, and I don't know. Yeah, sometimes when I they don't, don't get do, a paint touch in like 20 minutes, you're like, can anyone get in the paint? Dude, it's, it's nuts. They can't throw entry passes. Yeah. Well, neither can Tobias Harris. But <laughs> all right, I have a little surprise for you. So I was looking at the, or I was on Twitter before this, and I, I, I came across a tweet that the Thunder coach got teed up, and, I, and they put his name. And I was like, who? Like, do you know who the Thunder's coach is? Before you just, no. yes, you don't. Okay. How many NBA coaches do you think you know? Like you have to name the team and I have to. Yep. There's 30 NBA coaches, obviously. Go team by team. Let's do it. No, no, no. I know. I want to get a pregame prediction. Over half, for sure. Over half? Okay. I was going to put it at like 22. No, no. I'm half. starting at over okay, half. Okay. And then I'm trying to think of okay. like, how many teams are there? Uh, 30. I think 22 and a half is fair. Okay. Let's All go. right. What would you take? I always bet on myself and double down. Okay. I'm going to put a five-second timer on you because I think if you can – like, this has to be you either know it or you don't. But then maybe the line, I'll, Then the line drops. Maybe I'll give you 10 seconds. That's fair. Because, yeah, sometimes you got to think through. But for the most part, like, you either know it or you don't. Let's All right. It. Here we go. 10 bucks. <laughs> How 22 many, and a half. Let's yeah. go. How many NBA coaches does Abe know? Atlanta Hawks. Quinn Snyder. Boston Celtics. Missoula. Brooklyn Nets. Jacques Vaughn. Charlotte Hornets. Next. Chicago Bulls. Billy Donovan. Cleveland Cavaliers. Bickerstaff. Dallas Mavericks. Kidd. Nuggets. Malone. Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Next. Dwayne Casey. You actually oh, couldn't. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you could have known Damn that. Damn it. Yeah, that was a, that was that's, a wild that, card. That's, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Okay. Golden State Warriors. Kerr. Houston Rockets. Uh, Silas didn't get fired, did he? No, he didn't. Silas. All right, well done. Uh, Indiana Pacers. Carlisle. LA Clippers. Tyron Lowe. Lakers. Darvin Ham. Mel Memphis Grizzlies. Taylor Jenkins. Miami Heat. Spolstra. Bucks. Um, Budenholzer. Timberwolves. Next. Okay. So you've gotten, I think you've missed three so far. So I've got five to work with. Five to work with, but the back half gets, ah, gets tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already thinking of teams you haven't said. All right. Pelicans. Willie Green. Knicks. Tibbs. All right. This is the one. The Oklahoma City Thunder. I just saw his face and I saw that tweet and I said to myself, who the fuck is this? <laughs> He's been there multiple years. Mark Dangnolt. 
Literally never heard that name in my life. I got four to play with. Orlando Magic. <sighs> Is this tough? Yeah. Yeah. No. Jamal Mosley. He's new. Okay. Yeah. 76ers. He's gone back. <laughs> Phoenix Suns. Uh, Monty Williams. Portland Trailblazers. Chauncey Billups. Sacramento Kings. Mike Brown. Spurs. Pop. Raptors. Nick Nurse. And the Wizards. That's where I was like, I don't know. I, I hit, though. Yeah. I yeah, hit. Yeah. Um, Wizards. Forget. Wes Unsell Yes, Jr. I knew that. So That was nice. Yeah, no, was it, was, it was pretty solid. I, I was like, all right. Is there any that you were impressed with? The only one I wasn't positive you would know was Memphis Grizzlies and Pacers. I wasn't sure because I was I like Houston. Huh? Oh, uh, yeah, Houston. I was impressed. I'm yeah. real mad about Detroit. I thought those ones were the wild card. All right, that's a, that's a really good effort. That's How much do you think you could do in the NFL? In the NFL, oh, 20 maybe. Uh, it's new coaches too. Yeah, so it's yeah. Tough. It's kind of, oh, right now. Yeah. Yeah. No right. shot. No shot. That was nice. I'm yeah. proud of myself. Okay. All right. Good work. Hit my Venmo. Uh, speaking of the NFL, Jamal Williams said the Lions' offer to me was disrespectful. Me and you fuck the Lions? I mean, it's not fuck the Lions. It's, well, they are the cuties. of. Are they even cute? We'll decide that, you know, after the offseason and the draft. But the snapback bump, I, is that on us? Is that our fault? I mean, it was a good move by the Lions not to have a big <laughs> oh, offer. Are you going that Listen, I, I have a brand to stand on that you yeah. don't pay running backs, but you do pay my guys. Yeah, yeah. You do pay my guys. That mm-hmm. is the only stipulation. And you've got Jamal in New Orleans talking. I... Love this man with all my heart. Yeah, yeah. There is not a clip that gets put Wait, out of he didn't even make top three guests last week. Did he not? No. I said it was live, no? Was he? I think I said oh, I said okay. it because he was live. Um he's just a ball of freaking joy. And credit to the Lions. And but he's gonna do great things in New Orleans. That's a great signing by them. Yes, I, I'm fully aligned with that sentiment. What about the fact that the Eagles retained a 32-year-old spry but old cornerback who saw declining play in the Super Bowl last year? Darius, Darius Slay. Slay was only ever old for a total of five <laughs> hours. Howie Roseman. Just another rabbit out of the hat. Our, you know what? Darius Slay is gonna be a top Raven of all time. He was a Raven for a few. No, hours. that was only that was in very, Philly. No, that it was wasn't. Only in you Philly. were the one that sent it. No, no, no. You no. said Slay is going to be Eagle. You said, yeah. "Look at what Marlo just liked on Twitter or yeah, whatever." Yeah, you, he did. You were the one who. No, but that wasn't like Carmelo was a you know a piston for fourteen. It's just hours. funny. I, like a week ago, the Eagles lost everyone, and now what? Now you got back all the old heads. You're you one would, old head. All Fletcher, Brandon Graham. I'm coming at you with Philly Philly knowledge right here. Listen, is Jalen Ramsey old? Is he old? No. He's a year younger than Darius Slay. Right. He's not old. He's, <laughs> not that the number. Yeah, that's the cutoff. They 30. always say the corner's prime is right until their 32, 33-year-old season. Um, the Eagles, they brought back a lot. So answer this. Would you rather have had Darius Slay or like one or two of those other guys, like the linebackers, one of the safeties, Darius Chauncey Gardner? Darius Slay. I feel like they, they sacrificed We're a couple. We're going to get Gardner Johnson back, knock on wood. Are He's got to stop you? fucking flirting with other teams on Twitter because it's pissing me off. Is, is, it, it makes the Eagles the cuck of the week, doesn't it? 
little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Okay. All right. or, or Andrew Wiggins, but... Um. <laughs> we'll talk on Thursday. Uh, now we're going to slide to the NBA. Should I... Do you want me to leave? You can have your two minutes. There's, there's no two minutes, right? The Philadelphia 76ers are on a nine-game winning streak. It is appearing as such that... Well, no, I was just saying, speaking to the uh, mic. <laughs> it is appearing as such that Joel will finally be vindicated. I want to let know how happy I am, how much I want to cry, but I also don't care. Okay? okay. Just okay. Both things can be true. Tell me why this team can't win a championship. And give me basketball reasons okay. about the roster, about their style of play. Okay. Don't say the word Doc Rivers. Okay. Because this team is clicking on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. This Joel Embiid, if he doesn't break his face in two weeks, mm -hmm. is the best player on the planet right now. Mm -hmm. The James Harden-Joel Embiid two-man game mm -hmm. is something to marvel at. Mm -hmm. It cannot be stopped. Joel has never had mm -hmm. easy... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Joel has never had easier baskets in his career, and I don't think James Harden has ever had easier assists. This team can defend. This team has the bench. It does. And with this Joel, he... My thing is, like... I know this isn't basketball related. This is vibes. At some point, a player of his caliber is due for that no. playoff run. Mm -mm. It is. Mm -mm. It is. He is. And I am so beyond ready to be hurt about this team. That's and, good. And I, um, I believe, you know what I even said in a group chat today? That Doc Rivers has actually been coaching decently. Oh boy! Cut that part out because <laughs> there's always a market correction. Yeah, winning cures everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and so does watching Joel Embiid drop 38, 13, and seven in three quarters in back-to-back -back games. He makes it look effortless. Yeah, he is. No, the NBA. I'm sure the playoffs will be super easy for him. Go on. Okay. Tell me why we can't. Tell me reason. why. I'm going to include Doc Rivers because that, that is part of the basketball game. And I know he's not on the court, right? Maybe you wanted to say, like, tell me why the five players on the court are the ten players on the court. But Doc Rivers will probably be – look, he might Listen, be better I'm, than Missoula. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Sixers will get out of the East. That is just yeah. what I have to do. Tell me why they won't. Okay. Tell me why Boston and Milwaukee are head and shoulders above us. Okay. So every time during March Madness in early April, I'll bring up the same thought process. There's a great video online at the Harvard, MIT, whatever the fuck it is. And it's Joe Lacob and it's a bunch of smart people talking about how much different the playoffs are and how your first option is always taken away. Right? So you're talking about how easy what? it is no, no, not, not first option player. Your, your go-to move, right? So if, if Embiid loves to spin left, that is not an option in the playoff. And that's why players like a Julius Randle struggled so mightily in his first playoffs because they, but, but, they're but, scouting. But, but listen, they're listen. one-trick ponies. A Julius Randle is a, sure. a, a, a sure, sure. Star, superstar. Sure. But, okay, so now Joel Embiid is slightly less efficient, which is still one of the top players in the world. But there's another guy on the court who every year come May – because it's never in June. Every year come late April, May, he, he things happen, and people can never explain for it. Now, it doesn't it's mean... Like, we talk about Harden or Doc. <laughs> now, it doesn't mean that Harden's going to fall off the cliff, but, but once these things start going down a level, right? And then you talk about the bench, right? And Tobias Harris has, has only... He's a starter. He's only played declining, you know, over the course of this season. Incorrect. And they're going to need him, Incorrect. right? Um, you've got 
who's your closing lineup in the playoffs? Because I watched yesterday in the Garden. It was a playoff atmosphere. And down the stretch, the Knicks ran the same set six consecutive times, which is the biggest flaw for the Nuggets in, in uh, the stretch is they, they target Jamal Murray. So they run Randall, pick and roll with Brunson. They get Randall and Murray. And it led to five back baskets for, for the Knicks. So who's, who is it? Is it D'Anthony Melton? Because then... You know, he hasn't been playing at all. But is it Tyrese Maxey? Because you know they're going to target Tyrese Maxey down the stretch. So that's all I'm saying is the bench looks great in this open, flowing game. This is exactly what I thought you would say because your angle angle is the same angle as me and the Dallas Cowboys. It's you're acknowledging that they're a good team and you're just saying, just wait. No, no, no. no. I'm giving you basketball reasons as to why you're not as – Perfect. Why is Boston and Milwaukee head and shoulders above us? I'm not saying they're head and shoulders. They're clearly not head Can and shoulders. Can the Sixers win the East? Can the Six- Yeah, absolutely. I picked them to win the East at the All-Star break. I picked oh, Embiid to... Up. I picked Embiid... But it's on the grounds of the team is good enough, but will the shit happen that always happens? That's the risk. Like, I've, I've always said that the Philly roster is, is very, very good, but... Will John Bede's fractured face come into play? Will James Harden's playoff come into play? Will Doc River Like, it's just those three things. If you gave me fully healthy, like, everyone's playing at their best, yeah, it's probably you versus Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, because Boston, you know, Boston, everyone goes through these stretches, right? It was you not guys. Not really. Th- Boston's, like, not good. You got, they've they've won, like, four or five, six games. They just lost last night. I know. They've, they've still won four or six They're, games. They blow leads. Yo, this you guys were 11 and 12. Yeah, but that was that's a Boston. 23 game stretch. That's the beginning a quarter, of the year. But this is what I'm saying: is it's a long season. You can't just. But this get is cu- the time where Boston is looking different. Their defense doesn't look good. They're blowing leads to inferior teams. Yeah. That's what the Sixers and Bucks do. They've been taking care of inferior teams. This, but but this right Boston now, team, this Boston you're peaking team, too early. Is that what you're saying? No, I think we're, we're peaking at the, right time. at the right time. But what if they gel at the right time? Because I don't know how on fast. the MVP race, on the complete look at the NBA final, there is still an eighth of the season to go. Right? You're saying Joel was playing the best. Eleven games ago, I just Jokic was playing the best. I think there is a clear difference between this t- the team from Boston this year and last year, and and the Sixers, in my opinion embody kind of what boston was last year like just turned figured it out as the year went on and got really hot and it was the best team down the stretch and that's what the sixers have been since december the sixers are the best team in the nba as good as milwaukee not not better no 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 like actually like have a winner better. two better maybe sure. Uh, like sure. the, you know the knicks are up there too the knicks are better than the nuggets so i don't know <laughs> what you want to tell you but i the point is just give me Joel healthy. The, the champion's coming out of the East, though. That's for sure. Yeah, like, 100%. we should be betting on There's that. There's three teams to, that can win a champ. There's okay. two teams that can win a championship. So, so There's three teams. No, what are we talking about? No, the, there's... There's three teams that can win a championship. The team out of the West can win a championship. It's, it's Boston. No, sorry. It's Milwaukee. It's Philadelphia. It's Phoenix with a healthy Kevin Durant. Interesting. You can't say Boston can't win a championship. I, I, I'm pretty sure I just okay, did. Okay, but you, you'll look dumb. Um, I don't think so. Colin Coward said that Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, I love this. I'm with Uncle Colin on this one, baby. He said he said without Michael, he said without Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson that Michael Jordan would be pretty much like mid MJ, like like Demar Derozan, which is what everyone's not just on the court, but in his entire. Career. Thank you for saying that everyone calls him Demar Derozan. <laughs> and and so what he was saying was he tried baseball, he failed. He tried. Wait, true or false? Let, let's let's just get the full statement out. He tried baseball, he failed. True. 
He tried ownership. He failed. True. He tried uh, winning without, or he tried coming back with the Wizards. He failed. True. Um, and so without those guys, he doesn't have six championships. Apparently, uh, let let let's go through it. How many how many NBA All Stars also make it in professional baseball? Bo Jackson. Well, that's okay. football. Yeah. Um, so, so okay. So so did be, he f- be more self aware? Yeah. Understand uh, that you're not good. Well, he had a gambling just, addiction. Like, so yeah, everyone knows. So that. was it a failure? Meh. Okay. The Charlotte Hornets. Uh, he he made about a billion dollars uh, while he owned. It, that. it depends <laughs> what your view of yes. Okay, that is fair. So uh, the investment. Maybe he's a great investor. Is he the best owner in terms of how the team performed? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, and then without Pippin and without you know. I mean, Scotty Pippen's own ex-wife is getting bagged by his son. Like, you're telling me that MJ isn't one of the greatest? Pippen, cuck of the year. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, But this is the type of shit that I love. Like, I eat that shit up. And it's fun when you go at MJ because he's just, like, kind of a god to people in the sports world. And, like, even somebody like Colin Coward would, like, curl into a ball at the sight of him or like a comment right, or talking right. to him. But the and thing about MJ is he'll never respond because no. there's levels. It's not true with, with LeBron. It's not that he would respond directly to it, but he would see it. He would hear about it. He would know. He would, MJ he would, would send just, a subtle tweet about it. Exactly. <laughs> MJ would. That's why LeBron's the GOAT. <laughs> MJ would, would actually probably hear about it. But like MJ's the probably the type where he'll like buy Colin Coward's company and fire him and 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 rename it like the the L volume or something like that. That's that's his vibe. That's what I like. Get annoyed with that. MJ is like this, the biggest alpha male in human history. He's not. I have a story. I have a story. Tell me the time you met MJ. I I didn't, but this <laughs> I, it was a story I learned about. No, this isn't like an alpha male story. Um, We'll talk offline. This this has got to go on the Patreon for for private. Interesting. Concerts. It's not it's not that like juicy or spicy, but I just I haven't gotten clearance on like if this is a shareable thing or not. But let's go to our cap of the week. You just said you love this shit on the internet when people are doing crazy stuff. So I'm gonna let you start. Cap of the week, asshole of the week, scumbag of the week, guest cock, and I don't even want to give him the benefit of the doubt of shouting him out. Is KFC Barstool. I don't really know him. Like yeah. his like what KFC? Is it Kentucky Fried Chicken Barstool? No, I think his name is Kevin. Oh. Well, if you've seen on the internet, he was going back and forth with Marcus Stroman, another all baseball purists, just baseball fans, just internet people about what happened with Edwin Diaz in the World Baseball Classic. For those of you who don't know, World Baseball Classic is pretty much the World Cup of baseball. It's in America this year. And Edwin Diaz played for plays for Dominican, Dominican Republic, think, yeah. and they won. They beat Puerto Rico in a, in a knockout game, and he was the closer on the mound. For those of you who don't know, Edwin Diaz, he's the trumpet guy on the Mets. Yeah, um, and he tore something in his knee from celebrating the win. Yeah, and this fucking asshole, KFC Barstool, and Frank the Tank, whoever, uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, they are, and I don't know if it's a shtick. I don't know if they're engagement farming, but they are beating the table. That the World Baseball Classic is bullshit. Nobody cares about it. Um, it's bad for the game. The owners shouldn't let the players go. The players don't even want to go. Nobody cares about it. And that couldn't be all because his fucking closer 
got injured celebrating his country's And it wasn't even like he was jumping up and down. Like he I think he was like walking off the mound. Newsflash, idiot. You're more likely to get hurt in spring training in St. Petersburg, Florida yeah. than Edwin Diaz was on that mound that night. Globally, you want to talk about baseball and the problems in baseball and that how the best player maybe of all time could be walking down the street and not be recognized for 10 <laughs> minutes in Mike Trout. And you want to talk about growing the game? This is how you grow baseball. You have 9 billion people, 9 million people, whatever the hell it is, watching simultaneously in Japan. You have them waking up at 2 in the morning. The crowds have been electric. The players love it. Mookie Betts is saying, treat it as if it's a World Series. You've got people in Venezuela being interviewed saying, "Would you? what means more, a World Baseball Classic or a World Series victory? Mm-hmm. And it's like 8 to 1, and then someone said it was a tie, all in favor of the World Baseball Classic. And this guy, KFC Barstool, is like, relentless about it's it. just annoying it's annoying at this yeah. point and, and he's kind of standing in a corner and if he had these opinions prior and all this time fine but he's a being a bitter little bitch right. because his closer <laughs> got hurt newsflash you're a mets fan what can go wrong will go wrong and that's as simple as that like it's the first time we get to see mike trout the greatest player ever play significant baseball <laughs> Yes, meaningful baseball. What is your what is your stance on all this? My stance is I'm annoyed because he he's hedging by saying it's not worth it, and that's like become his ultimate hedge. So what he's what do gonna, you mean it's not uh, what what he's gonna fall, it's not worth it. What he's gonna fall back on is being like, well, if Edwin Diaz lost his salary because he got hurt, would the players still play? Right, <laughs> right. Like that's the most lame hedge of all time. The, I watched the the catcher from Puerto Rico, who was the Astros catcher. They won the World Series. Altuve just got hurt too last Altuve night. Altuve got hurt. Months. But the, the catcher who plays for Puerto Rico said they haven't had crime in the country in four days. In four days, there's been no crime in the country because people are watching. Can we be honest? What? It's cap. That, you think that's cap? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Eagles. You're telling me nobody ran a red light in Puerto Rico in the last no four days? Guess, I guess maybe the police aren't working. I don't know. <laughs> but But it is so significant. The passion is unreal. And I think it goes back to your first point. Like, you declared baseball dead on this podcast like two and a half years ago. And and the first showing sign of life we have seen is literally the World Baseball Classic. Exactly. And, and it's the, awesome. the crowds are electric. Someone, who was it last night? Trey Turner, who yeah. hit the Grand Slam. Yeah. Good baseball player. Great I wonder baseball. who he plays for. Yeah. Um, said that was the loudest crowd he's ever been a part of and the biggest hit of his MLB career. Yeah, and this is a guy who's a World Series champion. Yeah, you're getting cultures in there. I also love they're doing it in Miami for the semis and final. They played games over in Asia as well. Otani doubled his Instagram following during the World Baseball Classic. Like This is the Grand Slam. Have you State. watched? I, I have It's pretty dope. I've it's seen, pretty dope. I, I see the highlights, and every highlight I see, I watch because the crowd is sick. The environment looks amazing. Um, I, I honestly don't know where to find it. I assume Fox. it's on Fox, Fox. But with the tournament going on, I haven't watched. So maybe maybe that's his point is like even for me, it was a casual. It's not. But at least I'm knowing that baseball is going on. Yeah, and, and like, I'm more interested. To it, like, I will give him credit. We're talking about baseball because he was an asshole what he said. So if he wants to spin it in that angle, like, oh, I'm helping grow the game by doing all this. <laughs> right. Sure, I guess. Yeah, but he was so fucking annoying. And he's 
it's it's the double down and people are digging up old tweets, which is yeah, pretty fucking yeah. funny. Well, do you know his whole back history? And we don't need to. Talk I, about I saw that. a tweet, yeah. but a, whatever. Yeah. Who's your cap? Who's your cap of the week? My cap of the week is me because mm. you know last week I got on here and and we had a YouTube short and an Instagram reel and me ranting about how you're gonna dig into the data, the numbers, and you know nothing about March Madness. And that's why I said four hours <laughs> into the tournament or four hours after the brackets came out, you were telling me. <laughs> About their their Ken Palm, <laughs> but I'm in first place. Maybe I know because something because it's your fucking company bracket. <laughs> no, no, this stuff was published before the bracket. Now, did I know Purdue was gonna lose? <laughs> did I know that? <laughs> did I know Arizona was gonna lose? No. Did I know Princeton was going to the Sweet Sixteen? Did I know all these things? No, of course not. Which is why I call Cap of the Week. But I'm looking good. My brackets are are looking very very good. And I do need to decide, like, if I win the snapback contest for fifteen hundred, like it's fifteen hundred. Yeah, what am I doing? Am I just pocketing that cash, or I got to give it to someone, give it away, bet do it. something? I could bet, bet it. Bet it, make content out of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, my cap of the week is myself. We're gonna hit the internet graphic of the week. We're using the one on the right here. Do you see the difference between Purdue and Fairleigh Dickinson's home gyms? The one up top is Purdue, probably seats. 18, 28,000, Fairleigh Dickinson, uh, about the size of my high school gym. Second one seed to beat a six, or se- second 16 to beat a one. Do you think that uh, it's the way college basketball is? It's the level of talent. It's overtime elites league plus the G League plus international that now we don't have as many good players. So the gap between one and 16 is different. Uh, was this just another crazy upset? Because you go, 50 years, no ones get upset. And now it's happened twice in the last three years. And honestly, whoever Northern Kentucky played, I think they played, a, did, they, did they play Houston? Yeah. If they made their threes, they were going to beat Houston. I think it's, if you just look at the shot charts from, from this stuff, it's like shoot threes and take layups. And it really neutralizes the I, game. I, I've said analytics are finally coming to college. Yeah. And listen, I'm just going to say... <laughs> It's it's random, right? Yeah. Like, it's one game. Anything can happen. It's the ball can bounce a million different ways. But it hurts when your number one option, albeit unbelievable and hard to stop, mm-hmm. is a big guy yeah. in college basketball. And if the guys aren't hitting threes around him, or if he can't hit threes, yeah. or if he's not Joel Embiid, then it's really fucking hard. And I just think that Purdue it wasn't their day. Yeah. Simple as that. And that can happen in any type of one and done situation. Yeah, Zach Eady did not shoot a basketball in the final eight minutes of the game you, and he you was know, you know what his point total was was it 23 21 and a half, 21 and a half and he finished 21 it. yeah didn't shoot a shot didn't shoot a shot uh which kind of shows how maybe tough it is you know to work through a big in you know uh, remember, crunch time. remember yeah these kids suck yeah okay Everyone so remember. you're saying the pros they can find the post play down the stretch yes. but not in the college game. Correct. Okay. Just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, I guess no cap of the week is that freaking their coach called his shot. No, and he's Darren not Fox is capping. Yeah, Darren um, Fox is capping. That guy speaks a thousand miles an hour. Does he? A thousand miles an hour. And to be honest, I kind of I think I like FDU tonight. Mm. Uh, oh, I actually needed to play. Yeah, they don't play till later. Uh FAU is my lock of the lock of the day. Poor K. Minus 15. Uh, so I did this amazing thing with St. Peter's last year where they, they went to the Elite Eight. They went to the Elite Eight. And in the Elite Eight game, we faded them. Like you could kind of tell, right? And then there was just a, it was like, okay, Carolina is so much better. There, and they won by 30. Um, 
Now, is FAU significantly better than FDU? Maybe not in the same same stretch, but uh, the line is 15. That's signaling a lot to me. Well, then, well, okay, but what was the St. Peter's line in the round of 32 last it year? It was not 15. I think they played someone uh, like a 10 seed, possibly, so it was a little that, closer. That's impossible. Ten, why? No, because two, two 15, 7, 10. Oh, I'm thinking one. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were a 15 too. FDU played the worst strength of schedule in the league. They're the shortest team in the tournament. They got in on a stipulation. They got in. They didn't even they didn't even win their, their conference. So and then the line comes out, it's 15. And then, you know, the kicker is that the Snapback fam loves FDU tonight. Yeah, and so what's going one in twenty three last so night? So let's talk. So I've to be honest, I've been dominating betting on this tournament. Yeah. I'm excited to at in a few weeks' time we'll We'll count up our win-loss draw and announce on the pod, but probably the market will correct itself soon, or I'll, I'll bet less because mm-hmm. there's less games to bet on. But you mentioned a, a betting strategy this morning that you kind of want to follow, and it involves the snapback fam. Oh, fade in the fam? Yeah, why? That's not very famish of you. Uh, well, look, I, I'm just calling it as I see it. Yesterday I said, give me your picks. I went through all the picks uh, late at night, and literally one person got one right. Now, some people had like, Three leg parlays, one of the three legs hit. Um, but here's here's who we're sitting on today. So people like Michigan State, FDU and Pitt money line, Pitt loss. Uh, FAU over FDU money line. All right, so Saints trying to lock one in there. UConn money line, um, Pittsburgh plus four, uh, MSU money line, UConn, Indiana. It's more spread out today, but everyone, FDU plus 15, FDU plus 15, uh, Marquette minus two and a half, FDU plus 15. Pitt plus five, that lost. Kentucky money line lost. Marquette, last time we looked, uh, was losing. So, look, the fam, just, they're just not the sharpest bunch. And if you want to talk fade the public, fade the snap fam uh, might be the new metric. So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Not very nice of you. Let's go to the Discord real quick for some Monday mailbags. Our boy Tyler Nolan says, is chicken salad a main dish or a side dish? This is honestly easy for me. It's a main dish. I actually don't know. I, I would love it as a side dish, yeah. but that's a main dish. Macaroni salad, potato salad, that's a side dish. Right. Chicken salad's a, a, a main dish. I love chicken salad. Tuna salad? Main dish. Yeah. Egg salad? Main dish. Interesting. Main dish. Uh, ah! No, because like you go, to, you go to a buffet and you just put egg salad on your thing. Oh, stop you. Let me stop you there. <laughs> You've gotten egg salad at a buffet before? Like at the salad bar, yeah, it's tuna fish, chicken salad, egg salad. Yeah, that's the thing. You go to like Golden Corral on the reg? <laughs> that's a seafood buffet. No, it's not. It's everything. Golden Corral? Yeah. Is seafood. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Now, it could serve other things. I don't think they have egg salad at Golden Corral. They have like pizza, wings, and shit. Do uh, they? So I thought they I were seafood. I think, is it Golden Corral I'm thinking of? Mm, see, name, name some other buffets like that. I, the chains. I don't, I don't know. It's going to piss me off. Eagleson will pull them up in the it, We went on a, uh, a class trip to um, D.C. in eighth grade, and we stopped at a restaurant on the way back, and they dropped like, like our whole grade off. And was it Golden Corral? I think Golden Corral. Yeah, it's Golden Corral. Is it? Let me see. Let me see. I'm looking at their menu. They got one in the Do city. Have, if it's a buffet, I don't know if they would have a menu. Point is, Golden Corral fucking sucks. Really? Awful. It looks Trash. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they got one in the Bronx. The dining room's open. Let's see. Dinner menu. It's definitely not. What are you thinking about that's just strict seafood? I, I feel like Golden Corral. Yeah, from, 
Homestyle favorites like fried chicken, meatloaf, and pasta roast to our signature sirloin steaks. Mm. Everything, man. They've got shrimp, turkey, pork, chicken pot pie. Egg salad? Hot dinner sides. Let's see. <laughs> they don't have egg salad. <laughs> salad bar and dressing. Oh. It doesn't say anything. But yeah, Golden Corral is not just... point is, it sucks. Don't go. Okay. Uh, so we're going consensus. Chicken salad is a main dish. And from Puncher in the Discord, what will, should the Jets give up for Rodgers? I think those are two very different things. What will, should the Jets give up for Rodgers? What will they give up, in my opinion, is probably one first-round pick. Yeah, the, the number What 13. they should is a day-two pick at best and maybe like a, a singular player of like potential value. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. The Packers have no fucking leverage. Oh, I completely disagree. They have no oh, leverage. Oh, I completely disagree. The pa- the Jets. What blew happens it. if Aaron Rodgers? Even in no, 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 no. Right. no. Even in the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers and finally getting a quarterback after a decade, they still blow it. How? Just keep it in the bag. Now that Aaron Rodgers is on, they didn't tell Aaron Rodgers to go on fucking Pat McAfee. But but it got out. Once it got out, it was a disaster. They they should have never. If they knew Rodgers, I wanted disagree. To be there, I think Rodgers' public all right, statement all right, puts the pressure let's, on Green Let's Bay. negotiate. You be the Jets. Okay, I'll say I'll give you a second round pick. Okay, I want two first. No. Okay. Then deal. Cool. Off. Then I'll text Aaron Rodgers and I'll say, show up to training camp, yeah. have them pay your sixty million dollars, yeah. make him feel really fucking awkward. Yeah. They're not going to pay you sixty million dollars to sit on the sideline. Okay. Let's you, see. You're going to. So you're cool going into week one without a quarter with Zach Wilson, and uh, you're cool with that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't get to that. Why? So you as a Packers GM is yeah, yeah. sit there and let Aaron Rodgers just cuck your organization. Yeah. Throw up, that's One year, Jordan Love, let him develop. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But who has the leverage? This is, the this is my point. The no, I, I don't think they do at all. How do they have any leverage in this situation? Because the quarterback wants to go there and is going there. But they. But that's the thing. It's like you already lost and, the and, guy. And it's like, it's like you and Lamar Jackson at this point, or Ravens fans and Lamar Jackson and with Packers and Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. And I even think this at the front office. They are so sick of his bullshit and sick of everything mm. that at some point they're no. going to just cut it. No. I, I do think so. No, I agree that Packers are sick of it, which is why he's on his way out. But I still think they have the leverage. And they could be petty about it. He was petty as fuck to the GM and to the to all the upper management. Now, I don't know if it's worth being petty over 60 million. All I'm saying is I don't think the Jets have the leverage. So, if I answer Puncher's question, what will the Jets give up for Rodgers? I think they'll give up the number 13 pick, maybe a little more. And a lot of it also might be on like how much salary each side takes. Uh, what should the Jets give up for Rodgers? At this point, they should just give the first round pick and move on because because if they go into the NFL draft without confirmation that he's going to be on the team and then they draft him, then the Packers might be like, oh, we don't want next year's first, right? So now, Leverage, you've got about five weeks if you're the Jets to get this done. And free agency is currently going on. And, and, there's, so, no, and there's no quarterbacks left. And you're making... Other ma- than Lamar Jackson. And you're making all your moves right now, yeah. signing Randall Cobb, Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson, and, <laughs> and Lambeau Eddie Field, and Eddie Lacy thinking he's going to be there. So the more times the Jets say, can't wait to watch Alan Lazard on Sundays with clips of Aaron Rodgers throwing in the ball, that's just more leverage for the Packers, in my opinion. I would, if I'm the Jets and this somehow goes south, which I wouldn't put it past them (laughs) because it's the Jets, like, you don't go back to Zach Wilson. You just say, you know what, let's just give Lamar 300 and figure it out. 
I I think that is yeah. Like no, let's just let's just fuck the market. Well, guarantee if, it all because we need something and we'll do, figure it out as we go. Do you you don't think that the Jets? I don't get why the Jets wouldn't prefer Lamar over Rodgers if they have to trade a first, right? So they're giving up a first. So they give up one extra first. You give up two first round picks for Lamar, at, versus one for Rodgers. One is twenty six. One is forty. And Rodgers and Lamar's guaranteed money for the next two years is going to be the same. Like they're both going to get a ridiculous amount but of money. But Lamar's not going to get two years worth of guaranteed. Money. He's going to get five. Correct. And you don't think that that makes more sense for them? Well, let's keep in mind we're talking about the Jets. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. Let's bring in the fourth best team in the AFC East. It's Mr. Andrew Eagleson's Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. I wonder what the uh, Canadian equivalent of uh, like Golden Corral. Like, I'm, I'm curious what their fast food chains look like. The one like Tim Hortons. No, oh, no. I know. But that's like the go-to that the Canadians always tell us about. What's up, Eagleson? What's up, guys? How are we doing? Um, we do. One of our bigger ones, I'm assuming, is similar to Golden Corral is Cora's. Do you guys have Cora's? No. Is what? That, it's, it's more breakfast, but just overpriced garbage buffet, basically. In my opinion, that is. Some people love it, but I think it's terrible. I think the Dolphins are terrible. I'm not surprised that you think that at all. I think and I'll talk about it in my, in my final finish. But Jack, I kind of had a question for you yeah, what's up? about the Ravens. Go ahead. Where where are they at with Lamar? Like what's what's happening right now? Uh, current state of affairs is Lamar Jackson. We the best is with DJ Khaled. So I don't know what Lamar's up to. Uh, the so, DJ Khaled, notable Dolphins fan, probably. He is a notable. <laughs> yeah. fan. No, he DJs at at uh, at the I'm stadium. Just, I'm just putting the two yeah, points two, together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where, where are we at? So on Wednesday, teams could offer Lamar. No one offered mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. So now the NFLPA is, is continuing their collusion case uh, against the owners. They're more, not actually looking into that, are they? More, more quarterbacks are coming off the market. I don't know if they're looking into it. Um, and it seems to be like they... So there was a really weird rumor over the weekend that apparently Lamar Jackson would go in and negotiate with the general manager... Talked to the NFLPA, and the NFLPA was advising that he would go in the next day as if they hadn't talked. I don't know what that means. I think Lamar's the worst agent of all time. You think so? Laramie Tunsil (laughs) has made himself, by negotiating on his behalf, the highest paid offensive lineman or left tackle, whatever it is, in history, twice. Yeah. Twice. Rokon Smith, the highest off-ball linebacker in NFL. Did he represent himself? Yeah. So Lamar's just trash at this. (laughs) They're, They're, I mean, at this point... I don't think Lamar or the NFLPA has any chance. In what a, is the reason in, Lamar doesn't have an agent? Is it just like, I don't want to pay the agent fees? No, because agent fees could, like, they're minimal. And a lot of agent fees at that so size at, are what like... What benefit does Lamar have to not have an agent? I don't know if he necessarily has a benefit. Um, I think it might just be like a stylistic thing. Like, trust. Yeah, Type big thing, trust. Keep things like, close. Yeah. And, it could be. I mean, agents, Keep right? Talking about insiders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people just. Some people are like that. Agents suck. Like my agent is a. He's a. He sucks sometimes. You call him an agent? No, but I mean that's essentially what he does. He negotiates on my behalf, and um, I love him. But like he's a. He's a suit. We hate suits. We hate suits. We hate suits. So that's where the Ravens are at. It's kind of just like a waiting game. The the next. I think if he gets offered a contract, we would know over this week. And if not, okay. he's, he's either got to play on the non-exclusive tag or he's got to sign a long-term deal. Or, 
I don't know. His his food business is is popping off. Food business. Yeah, he's got uh, uh, it's actually a really cool name. It's like eight. Uh, I'm butchering it. All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about the worst team in the AFC East. It's the. I mean, Juju Smith Schuster. That's NFL champion in New England oh now. God. So uh, you guys. This is this is getting out of hand. I'll talk about it on my final finite. Right. This is just final finite. You got one minute on the clock in three, two, one. It's been 8,111 days since the Miami Dolphins last won a playoff game, and we're only 309 days away from getting that win. I've been loving everyone putting the Jets ahead of us in all these preseason rankings, and even the odds reflecting that. Please, please keep overrating the Jets. There's nothing that could go wrong for you Jets fans. I'm sure this whole Rodgers thing will all be smooth. You know, you guys will get into the playoffs. No issues. Please underestimating, keep underestimating us, too. I'd love nothing more than to go into this year fully the underdog. Yeah, we're going to finish last. Sure, we will. We saw what Josh Turn the Ball Over does. He sucks. The Bills are overrated. The Jets, come on. Like, how is anyone even considering this? They're the Jets. That's fine. But, yeah, we're going to finish fourth. Sure. The Patriots, no one's even fucking thinking about you. Yeah, you signed Mike Gusecki. Great. Put him in for all your run packages. He's a great blocker. What a great signing. Juju, too. Fuck all of them. I don't know how anyone is actually considering us to be the worst in this division, but that's fine. PFF gave us an A grade for the top. There's, a, there's an old saying that people talk about, and I think my mom instilled it in me at a young age, and it's that those who live in glass houses should mm. never throw stones. <laughs> you, you've said, I think, seven times in that one minute, they're the Jets. Who the fuck are you? We literally made you open this segment so you would have some context to who you are. You I know who we are. You start the final finish by saying, we haven't won a playoff game in over 8,000 days. And then you talk, they're the Jets. Andrew, would you have given up your left leg to lose back-to-back AFC championships 10 years ago? Given up my left leg to lose back-to-back AFC championships? The point is, what would you do to go to two straight AFC championships and albeit lose? Almost anything, really. (laughs) I might give up that. So how can you say they're the Jets and, and, like... If, if you're doing I, the it, Dolphins can be what they are, and I can. The Jets can still be what they are at the same time. I like. I'm a Dolphins yeah, fan. Yeah, There's yeah, nothing yeah, I can yeah, do. for yeah, you. Yeah. Is just the the Jets being overrated. Like it doesn't even matter what the Dolphins do now. Well, I I'm confident that the Dolphins will succeed that greatly. But yes. Yeah, history really points <laughs> to that. This you guys don't know how fire this fucking team is. It's so good. <laughs> Tell me. I mean, we're just going to be naming roster players. That's probably a bad. I mean, I could go into the defensive scheme. I've been watching so many YouTube videos. We're going to be so good this year. You said that there's 300 and... Nine days until we get that win. So are you playing? That's, oh, wait, yeah. that's so counted, that's what is, what is 309 days from yeah, now? Is that, is that Saturday, Sunday, or, or Monday? Is it oh. wild card or divisional round? You know it's the divisional round. We won that division. I, I didn't know if you... If you uh, that's okay. I, I, I was wait, thinking one step ahead. Is that Saturday or Sunday? It's a Sunday. I think a January 22nd was what I did it for. So you didn't even like look at the schedule? Yeah, I did. It was the, it was the same day the Bills played the Bengals. You, you know that it's not like... January 22nd's National Divisional Weekend Holiday, like it changes every Wait, year. Wait, time out, time out, time Come out. On. Just, just a heads up, because I'm proud of you for going there, but I got to one-up you. Yeah. That means that you're actually the one seed, because every team, even if they win the division, still plays Wild Card Weekend besides the one seed. Yeah, then we're the one seed, then. That's, okay. that's even better. Okay. 
The Bills are overrated. And you're better than the Chiefs, right? And Cincy and Baltimore and and uh, the Chargers and Denver. You're well, better. we're definitely better than the Chargers, but uh, okay, the Chiefs are good. The Chiefs are good. What, 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 what's, what's definitive about that? About being better than the Chargers? Yeah, yeah, because they were better than you last year. Did they not just blow a like twenty-seven point lead? In, in the playoffs against the team that's never been in the play, like uh, Trevor Lawrence, who's never been in a playoff I'll ask game. You another question: What would you do to have a twenty-seven point lead in the playoffs? <laughs> no, fuck that. If we're losing, we just lost in the wild no, card no, no, round no, no, anyway no, no. with Skylar Thompson. Twenty-seven point lead. That doesn't mean you have to lose it. Just to have a twenty-seven point yeah, lead yeah. in a playoff game. Yeah, you do a lot. A lot like that would be pretty <laughs> and fucking they beat cool. You last year, correct. <laughs> hmm. The Chargers beat you last year. Correct. They did. That's yeah. That's kind of where everything started to go yeah. downhill so, last year. So, yeah. So your basis is just uh, <laughs> fuck you versus the world, right? Yes, precisely. Okay, that just shows that. Okay, there's yeah. no there's no football talk. No, it's that right. Miami mentality, <laughs> that underdog mentality, not the beachfront uh, condo. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's and, showing up to the games on time. Yeah, rowdy home right. crowd. Eleven club nightclub. We have some of the best home attendance in the league. Don't don't shit on us. That, We're there. That cap of the week. Cap of, <laughs> you know what? I'm actually looking this up. Okay, let's. I'll, I'll pull pull it up, please. Okay, time out. Time out. They could. Every time, every time I go, the stadium's about 25% Please team. look it up. Please. At minimum, every time I go, it's about 25% away team. At minimum. You, I mean, what is it typically, even? Uh, it's normally like 90-10, I would, I would estimate. Really? That much? <laughs> Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, the home team is normally <laughs> majority home. Well, okay, but like 20% doesn't seem like that much for the away team. Like a quarter of the a quarter of the fans. All right. In, okay. In two thousand. What, what, what are we basing this off of? Percentage? Just total numbers? I'm saying home attendance percentage. It should be okay. Average percentage. I was gonna say the Dolphins ranked 26th in the NFL last year. What? <laughs> There's not. There's no way. There's, There's no, no way. way. Are you on Fox average News? attendance? You. Maybe I got ball sacked. Could have happened. By what? What? What were you basing this off of? Uh, I like. I thought I saw a tweet or, or a graphic or something oh, saying that actually, we were like the third percentage, third highest. They do have hundred percent. Like, oh, that's every team. Yeah, I mean, isn't the top team like one hundred eight percent or something? <laughs> the Dolphins are one hundred two point three. Yeah, it's like so stupid. Um, but they're they're twenty six. So congrats. All right. Um, no, it's definitely plenty of Dolphins. Did you How- fill out a bracket? Did I fill out a bracket? Yeah, yeah. I'm two hundred ninety ninth. Out of eight hundred in our uh, nice. in our bike, who was your champion? Furman, of course. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, I don't know a goddamn thing about college basketball, so I was kind of just. Why? But I did know not to pick a thirteen seed. To, to That's no fun, though. Come on, I, I, <laughs> you know, there's like you said, Furman on the podcast. I was kind of feeling it. I don't I mean, know. Like, you could have done like an eight seed. Probably still would have been the no. only one. No fun. No fun. Okay. Uh, Neither is losing money. All right. Well, I, actually, I'm still... <laughs> I've had a lot of fun losing money before. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, this is going live on Monday. We've got a special episode coming, special guest Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. If you're listening to this right now, we're, we're, we're going to continue to tease this next episode. But go in the Discord and guess. Guess who you think this is going to be. We'll give you one hint. We didn't discuss offline. But I think don't I, make it too obvious. I think we should announce it in the Discord and push people there. 
and then you can write your questions. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We can feel. If you want to go, question. if you want the Discord, if you want to know who the guest is, it's going to come on tomorrow or tonight when this comes out. Find out on the Discord. Okay. You guys uh, subscribe to Discord? No, it's free. Free to join. You join. Just, Check yeah, in the just, description of this video. Yeah, there you go. All right, fam. Well, have an amazing week. Good luck. Um, I'm going to State College on Thursday. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> uh, Elite Eight and Sweet Sixteen will be here in New York. Maybe. I'm going to Raleigh, North Carolina. Ra- there it is. I don't think that's necessarily I pulled 10 people and it was all Raleigh. I'm just Raleigh rally. Yeah. You know, I guess right. I'll ask the natives. So yeah. if anyone has any Raleigh, Raleigh, <laughs> Re- North Carolina recommendations, I will be there Thursday, Friday alone. If anyone wants to get a beer, mm. you going to check out a Hurricanes game? They play in Raleigh? Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would that you have to definitive. be offered to go? Um, like if you got on the glass, would you rot? Would you go? If you got to drop the first puck, would you go? Mm. If you got to do a three quarters ice if shot was, for fifty grand through a little hole, would you go? I would need free food and alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But instead, you'll just probably end up watching the game, betting on it from a bar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, everyone. Snapback fam. Much love. It's cold and ice rings. Peace.